Hey everyone, it's the Giant Dwarf Podcast! Hooray! Today I don't have uh, Lars with me, that's a bit unusual. But instead I have uh, the company of two other gentlemen, uh, all the way over from the west of Norway. Uh, I have uh, Truls and uh, Simon. Hello. So, uh, hey guys. Uh, good day, hi. So how you doing? Are you alright? Hanging out? Yeah, I'm doing fine. Yeah, I'm doing fine. Bit of a sore throat, so uh, apologize in advance. Yeah. I'm, I'm sitting at home. I'm also a bit sick, but uh, you know, it gives you more time to to plan for this campaign that's coming up. So that's not so bad. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So Truls and Simon, you are the the founding fathers of the Kings of War in Bergen uh, scene. Is that how it is? Uh, something, uh, something alike along those lines, maybe. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's yeah, it's, it sounds somewhat accurate. I mean, you know, it's uh, if anybody is the founding father, it's really trolls. Um, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so and, and then uh, and then he convinced me to play because I was uh, had just uh, moved to Norway and I didn't really have a hangout to play any war games uh, after what uh, trolls calls the great cataclysm. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we we basically started playing a bit at the club, and uh, and it slowly went from there, convincing uh, many of these uh, AOS players uh, to join in. So, uh, yeah. and it's it's a somewhat stable stable uh, Kings of War crew um, at our club at the moment, and uh, is looking to to expand uh, with this campaign now. I think. Yeah, because it's not as uh, it's not quite as large in Bergen as it is in Oslo. I that's the impression I have at least. I think it's a lot more uh, varied. Um, uh, yeah, what's it called? A lot of other games as well, because we have a uh, not a very big club, but it's uh, we play a lot of different games. Okay. Uh, so I think uh, not as uh, in, in Oslo uh, for the impression I get that some of the clubs have are very like exclusive with their uh, type of games, and we don't have that luxury because we only have one uh, one big club. But it's somewhat stable. I mean, you know, it's yeah. uh, you, you have this uh, people gravitate towards skirmish games at the moment. You have a like I told you a couple of days ago. We have a lot of guild ball at the moment. There's a lot of infinity at the moment, and uh, uh, but uh, the Kings of War group is is pretty stable. So we have some people that play a multitude of games, like Tools, for example. For me, I yeah. basically only play Kings of War um, due to time constraints, and then. And then uh, it's the same for most other players. So it's it's mm-hmm. small, but it's sta- it's stable. So you know yeah. you can count even count on the people. Like they don't just come and go. Yeah, um, and also I guess in in the area around Bergen there are kind of uh, large distances between some of the players. Is that uh, correct? <sighs> like, no, I can say that. I think most people. Um, like meet at the club in the city center, mm-hmm. but we are. But I mean, uh, Simon lives in Lewis is like a half an hour drive or something like that. I, yeah, I live in twenty minutes in the opposite direction of town, and there are people in uh, twenty or half an hour, forty minutes in the uh, west uh, part of town. So it's uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a hub, uh, like the town, like city center uh, club where we where we play. Yeah, but uh, I, uh, the reason why I asked about the distance is that uh, uh, I have the impression that you guys have used uh, Universal Battle quite a lot, <laughs> uh, at least more than I have. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's uh, mostly uh, due to uh, Trull's busy schedule, to be honest, <laughs> more than anything else, uh, because of his uh, reproductive efforts, he is uh, more... Uh, more uh, 
housebound than I am. So, uh, yeah. you know, if we want to try and get a game in, let's say outside the normal club routine, then uh, that's our uh, that's our weapon of choice to go yeah. there. Yeah, because yeah, well, we didn't mention this. The club is only open one one day a week, and uh, with me having small kids and everything, I can only probably just manage one game. So mm-hmm. I have to like choose which game I want to play that week, even though I want to play uh, several. So with that oh, yeah. way, Universal Battle is a very good alternative. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, I was actually fortunate enough to play Simon here the other day on Universal Battle. Uh, and that was uh, the first time I've actually tried. I think I've tried once before, and that was like a year ago. And then it was Universal Battle, the first edition. Uh, but now they have a, like a second edition uh, that's out. Uh, I don't know how if that's is that kind of brand new, Simon, or is it has it been around for a while? Uh, yeah, I mean it, it, it's brand new for me since I haven't played in in quite a while. I mean it's not like we are hanging out on on Universal Battle uh, every day, <laughs> but but it's uh, it's uh, at, you know the bottom line still remains that a, a game in person is to be preferred because yeah. it's much more fun to meet the people, right? But this sure. new version, um, I don't know when they launched it actually. Truth, I, I think I wrote when they launched it because they also launched an application for the for the iPad which I which I yeah. found remarkable okay um, and uh, and uh, that compared to the older one I think is, is a lot of great improvements I, I think I pointed that out to you as well uh, mm. during our game what what I because it was the first time I used it too so it was okay. like okay yeah. so this is yeah. a kind of brave new world type deal <laughs> maybe this is a good point to play a little clip that we have. Um, after the clip, we'll talk some more about the functions and what's great and what's less great. Uh, but let's listen to that clip of me and Simon trying to figure <laughs> out these new functions <laughs> and just trying to press the correct buttons. Okay, let's do that now. <laughs> uh, at the top and make me play. Uh, let's see. Mm, allow user to play. Okay. I'm still looking for my... <laughs> You're searching for the... Yeah, for those kinds of, kinds of units. Yeah, I'm searching for like it, the the kind of correct kings of war size. Basically, it's um, a bit shitty because they are not the correct size. Did you have to leave the game to do that, or no, no, no? I just uh, because I was loading so many armies one after another, somehow it exceeded the memory, I think, and I crashed. So I have yeah. to I have to be a bit conservative by. Perusing army sets very quickly. Browser, yeah. But uh, did you download the desktop app and are you connected from the desktop app? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, I downloaded something, yeah. Yeah. Are you playing it on the browser? I'm playing it on the browser, but if you download, I, I mean, I can download the. I download the the app right now, so let's see. Yeah, uh, yeah try that. Uh, yeah, it's ten seconds to download, so it's okay. I will survive it. Somehow I cannot make uh, select. Uh, I can only place one. Fuck! I can only place a siege breaker unit. Nothing else. But so let's see if. Okay. Why can I not make this a default? We'll see what happens. Oh, that's a cool regiment. That's a sh- shooter regiment. Oh wow! Did you just find that, or did you make it? No, no, no! I found it. I don't. Yeah, it looks amazing. I looked, at it, looked at it, but I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't have uh, time oh. to make this. Uh, oh, it's really cool. Cool, yeah. Uh, what's that? Do you have the book, the Clash Kings book? 
I have the Clash of Kings book and I'm going at this moment to page number definition push. Hang on, what number is ransack? Invade ransack number seven. Mm. Place objective markers as per pillage. Before placing each objective, the player should roll a d6 and leave the result next to the objective. The objective is worth that many victory points at the end of the game. Oh wow! Is it d6 or d3? D3. Okay, yeah. Wow, okay, that's cool, because I have never played that before, so that's perfect. So, per pillage, do you know how to place us per pillage? Ah, yeah. Yeah. Place a total of D3 plus 4, so if you want to roll, then... What's the quickest way to uh, roll? I'm so rusty with this, let's see. 1D6, roll 3, so that would be 4 plus 2, two so that's 6, so 3 tokens each, Yeah. I guess. Um, how do we find those tokens? I uh, uh, I mean, I, you you have this uh, tools, and then you can s- go to symbols, for okay. example. Mm-hmm. And then there is uh, there is different, let's say, symbols. If you go to the very back, you see symbols with numbers. Oh, so perfect! If you... Wow, that's yeah. perfect. <laughs> okay, so I guess we roll a single dice to see who um, who starts placing yeah, absolutely. A, yeah. a token. Okay, so you go first. I love that sound, that dice sound. It's so soothing. And they have this. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so the first one, I have a, have a value of uh, D3, so hang on, of 2. Yeah. And I shall place it there. Okay. Let's see. For me, uh, also a 2. So it's 12 inch uh, minimum distance. Yeah, you can just start it online, and then when you when you move it out, it shows on a line how long it is. Okay, cool. Let's see. Uh, still a bit left to right. Mm-hmm. I have shooters, and if you click on the info button, it will show you that they have chant of hate. It's a horde. Then uh, yeah, I have info two... button. Yeah, on the bottom right. Uh, oh, okay. This also is new for me. Oh, nice. That's cool. I like that info button that you can write. I didn't know that. Uh, maybe I should write stuff into my info button. Yeah, you can do the complete stats. Like I've seen people um, when I when I use the normal, let's say, ogre army, uh, that that they have the complete stats in this info button. Oh wow! <clears throat> then we have the two. Wait, whoa! Terrain is the terrain locked? Terrain is locked. Yeah. Because I just pulled the hill around. Which one? Uh, the one right apart from the ghouls. Yeah, okay, now it's... Uh, no, I can rotate it and everything. See here? No, I cannot see nothing. I don't see you doing anything. Oh, now I can see it. So, uh, stop doing that. Once again. Hmm. Try it again. I can do it too. That's shit. Maybe it's... Is it not possible to, to lock it's it? Possible. No, it's absolutely possible. Try now. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I'm unable to touch it. it okay. Nice. Yeah. Back to those tokens. Yeah, so I, I put the first one. Is there a nice... Yeah, is there like a 12-inch stick that we can just leave yes. out? Yeah, there is. Oh, nice. But I have to find it. I don't know. Oh, here it is. 12. Oh. Hey, that's mine. <laughs> well, wait, can we not just duplicate it? Which one is it? I will give you another one. No, it's 18. Why am I always doing 18? Yeah, give me the one that you have up top. It's pretty strange that I can actually delete your stuff. Yeah. That's weird. There we go. Yeah. All right. No problem. Okay. So, then let's 
Let's place some stuff. Can I copy this 12-inch thing, or do I need to... I just put another one. Yeah, okay. Is there some hotkeys that I can use to turn this guy? Um, you have also this uh, kind of... Um, uh, if you if you go uh, to, to change army, you can change into... You have these kind of... Um, I have these Kings of War tokens. If you want, I can put them, or you can put them also. I have two, what do you mean on... I have two sets. They they are... Um, you can set this Kings of War tokens as default, and then you have them, you know, wound yeah. cards you can place next to the units, and... Oh, yeah, I haven't actually thought about that uh, that part yet. Uh, but you have, you have them, so I... I don't know, I will... Um, the, the name is Kings of War. If you search for it, it's Kings of War tokens. Um, and yeah. But where do I search? Uh, when you click on the on the on the army button, uh, you you go change army, and then you're in armies, and then you go to the search. Uh, there's four different kind of. Um, can I can I safely press change army now yes. in the middle of the game? Yes. Okay, I'll do that. And then you go... So, search. And then you search for Kings of War, K-O-W, and then Tokens. And then you get several sets. And I, I took the red ones. If you take the black ones, then it's okay, I guess. Tokens. Oh, okay. Um, do, 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 do. So, but how does this work? I just press set as default? Yes. And you took the red ones? I took the red ones. Alright, I will do blue. Uh, I think I'll press the star maybe, because then I get them as a favorite maybe. Yes, I did that. Is that well. smart? Mm -hmm. Yes. Set as default. Uh, oh yeah, okay, so now when I press the two swords, then uh, I get like, these numbers. Okay, cool. This is all still pretty new. Alright, I will try to... Uh, how how, um, how did you lock those? You said something about the cardinal directions and stuff. Yeah, you say uh, when 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 I, you're at the bottom, you have these three three buttons, right? One is the line yeah. of sight that you can toggle, and then the right one is X X Y and Z. Then you can lock along the X and Z axis. Oh wow! What's that? Uh, let's see. The green, the the, the U shape thing. Well, how does that work? If you say oh, that is for uh, the ninth age. Um, that is basically you touch the movement tray instead of individual net models when you have this toggle. Oh, okay. But you sh should we have this on or off? I don't know. You can do it for you individually. I mean, it's too for each and everybody. I can I can toggle. Let's say your your line of sights as well, so I can see now when I click on your units. I see, wow. I see their line of sights and where they're looking and what they can and cannot see. I told you. I mean, if you learn how to use this, this is like your style. I was also thinking that if you if you had this uh, kind of um, a Kings of War computer game in a way, you would love that. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, probably. Um, but I can't see your line of sight yeah, if you I can press toggle it and press on the yeah. units. Oh yeah, I have to toggle it toggle it first and then press the units. Okay, cool. So, oh, this is very nice. Such epic. Uh, and then uh, pivot, 90 degree. So that was uh, us trying to figure out the new Universal Battle uh, program. Uh, <laughs> and as you could hear, it was not always so easy. Uh, especially for me, Simon had to basically tell me where to click and, uh, and what to do. Um, but it was enjoyable. Uh, and uh, how 
Simon, do you remember roughly how long we used for the game? Uh, like three um, hours, twenty, three and a half. Yeah, so, so, something like that. But I think that once you uh, once you get used to, because I played uh, Trulls uh, yesterday. To mm-hmm. be honest, I, I lost the game to Trulls yesterday. So yeah. are we um, what you what you can somehow get down to if you want like if, if you really know everybody has their army set up everybody knows the function yeah. and it moves rather quickly and of course um you know one of the prerequisites is that you use some kind of sky team speak or something <laughs> i think you could get a game done in like two two and a half hours maybe two and a half to three hours yeah i think so as well yeah because i mean we had a lot of starting uh, problems. We, I mean, we even had to find our armies and find the correct miniatures and all that. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so we were very rusty, and still it was like three and a half, and we had a little break in there as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think you can get it down to two and a half approximately. Um, so, was, okay, so let's talk some more about these functions. That's for me, some of these were kind of mind blowing. Um, the first I'd like to point out is that um, the, if you press the, the button with uh, like front arc, or you know, popularly known as line of sight, but actually it's kind of front arc now for King's War purposes, um, you can just press every unit and it, it like magically appears this 90 degree front arc line. Which is kind of the same as if you would hold a laser line to the corner. Yeah. Uh, but that's actually easier on Universal Battle than in real life because you can just toggle the front arc button and then it sort of just shows the front arc. So that that's actually one thing that's quicker than than in real life. Uh, also the hobby part. Uh, what? <laughs> the ho- the hobby part. Like uh, I don't know if you have Simon showed you, but you uh, you when you go uh, in, yeah. you can alter and you can make your own army. And you can oh, yeah. kind of like paint it and give it the uh, different type of weapons and uh, <laughs> yeah, colors sure. and the clothes and everything. So the hobby uh, part. Eh? <laughs> 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 oh, so you prefer so that? When you're like me and you have like uh, sitting there with a with a kid and uh, like okay, I can't do anything. I, I just load up uh, army builder and, and that's it's true uh, though. Like it's battle, true. Uh, Trulz uh, <laughs> has all his uh, universal battle models are exactly like they are in the real world. Oh yeah. So you in, you don't have time to paint your model. But you have time to kind of paint your digital models. Yeah, because it's easier to see it with the iPad. <laughs> oh, nice! Yeah, yeah I understand so it, uh... but it's kind of strange. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's cool. Um, yeah, so yeah, so yeah, that's one cool function that you, you can actually build and um, make them look like your own army. Um, but uh, yeah, yep. the, so the front arc button I really liked. It was easier to just pivot, and you, you could go like, uh, okay, I want to put these so that you are in the flank, or that yeah. I can just see you. Was so it was very quick. And um, what else, uh, Simon? The X Y axis button. Yeah, you have these cardinal directions. Uh, you, you know that uh, when you there's a button on the on the bottom right. Uh, if you toggle that, then you can only move um, the unit. Uh, Forward or sideways. Um, so uh, mm-hmm. if you if you have this toggled and and you you work with with pivoting, then you could get uh, you know in Kings of War terms, mm-hmm. very uh, cl- clean movement. Um, yeah, which is that, great. And that in combination with the uh, with this uh, line of sight and uh, this point to point measuring system, I think it makes for a very precise game. Um, there's maybe one thing <laughs> if 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 there is a chance for improvement, and that's to to highlight. 
you know, you have different layers, right? You have the battlefield and then basically the base. Then you have um, the, the different terrain. And then mm-hmm. these two layers you can combine and lock. And then you have the units on top of it. Yeah. Uh, may, maybe it would be it would be good to, to highlight, for example, overlap and collision. Because it can yeah. get extre- extremely congested and you have to be extremely precise. And when you are doing that, uh, I think in real life it's bit easier because you can when you physically collide you see it better i mean mm-hmm. of course you can you have to zoom in on universal battle if if, if you want to be like hyper precise you have to zoom in but yeah. then it starts taking a lot of time because you have yeah. to be really step by step with the that movements. is true because i actually because i i think i played almost the whole game just zoomed out maximum out uh, and then you would suddenly tell me like oh i think you're like clipping i think you're inside this other unit and then I, I was like, what? And I had to zoom in, and then I could see it. Like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm actually on top of my little character or something. Um, so, yeah, it is possible to actually be inside. I mean, these these units, they are not kind of... They are, well, locked, as you say. They are they're kind of invisible. So, yeah, but I guess that's just something you need to get used to. And yeah, also, so the well. pivoting... Uh, the pivoting wasn't it, it didn't show how many degrees you pivoted because when you move it's very nice it says in the chat field or the, like the text field on, on the left it says that you moved 4.3 inches for instance yeah right? but it didn't tell you that you pivoted ni- 90 degrees or not actually uh, it, it does if you if you point the the pivot arrow it will it will tell you how much but it doesn't note it yeah, like that's if, true. But yeah. Can yeah. I? Can, but can my opponent see it, or only me who does it? No, no, no. Only yeah, you can see it, and also yeah. because it's uh, it's in relation to. Let's say they assume that twelve o'clock or or north is, is zero mm-hmm. degrees, and then they kind of like a ship. They would give you orientation. Let's say you're plus forty two degrees, and then you can pivot to one hundred and thirty two theoretically. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, I mean, it's. I think it's a. It's a bit cumbersome. I mean, you know, of course, this is. First of all, it's a huge step between Universal Battle One and Universal Battle Two, and then yeah. now, now you know, critiquing these kind of features, um, I mean, might be a bit over the top. But if you want to improve something like that, you could lock uh, lock the pivoting as well, just mm-hmm. like you do the movements. I think that that would be nice, also. Yeah, true. So in any case, the the fact that you can put, toggle this X Y axis button so that you can only go in straight lines. Um, I think that's great because, as maybe both of you know, that's kind of my one of my uh, pet peeves is uh, <laughs> in, imprecise movement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, like, there's nothing worse for me than seeing a guy kind of fudge his units across somewhere, and I'm like, no, that's how much did you pivot, and or are you sure you were could have been able to do that with just one pivot, and uh, yeah. But uh, that's hard, you know. It's hard to tell, a, 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 like a fluffy, like uh, if you have a hobby hero and playing you that really doesn't care about winning, but you still care that they are moving imprecisely. <laughs> it's, it's like, do I tell them? Do I do I become that guy who says like, no, you're too imprecise. You have to be better. Uh, I think yeah, but you know, it's, it's, it, I think I, I could see that as being some somewhat critical. But um, you know, whenever you engage in in such a miniatures game, you are somewhat also engaging in a social contract. So you know, yeah. this is why it's better playing with uh, with with a face to face with a physical human. Yeah, and you know, like I, w- I would I would probably never play somebody uh, on Universal Battle that I don't know in real life. Mm, true, um, because it's it's just. 
you know, I can play with Woods, of course, because but we can also take our <laughs> miniatures and go to the club. Yeah. But I would not go on there and play some some people that are, are sitting there looking for a game. You know, maybe they're they're nice nice lads. I'm, I'm not saying they're not. Mm-hmm. But for me, this is um, form out and foremost a social game, to be honest. Yeah, well, that's a good point because I see this Facebook group like Universal Battle Kings of War. It seems to have some people just playing each other, even though they don't know each other. I guess that's a kind of a step to take. Uh, it takes bravery to call someone you don't know on Skype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so at I least guess. for me that would be a bit strange. Or maybe they live on some island in the Pacific and there is nobody. I mean, you know, that is always uh, yeah, 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 that can also be. But uh, you, you know, you never know, and whatever whatever makes or breaks it for the individual can be vastly different. But mm-hmm. uh, I just like like I said, you know, I just prefer the interaction with the people. Yeah, but uh, skyping is very important to it, which you also said because uh, me and my brother we actually tried playing a game once, and, but neither of us were in a position where we could really Skype, because we were both sitting kind of like, you know, in the living room, and uh, the wife was doing something, looking at the TV or something, so we, we didn't want to sit there and sort of talk loudly, so we actually used a chat window, but that took forever, you had to, you had to <laughs> write like, okay, 10 attacks, you know, enter. And then, like, oh, five shit. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it kind of it doubled the yeah, time for that. interaction. <laughs> so uh, it was uh, it was uh, one of the things that Truls and I uh, had discussed uh, yesterday <laughs> was that you can theoretically pause games on um, on Universal Battle. So there's a save uh, like a save function on the bottom yeah, yeah. where you can save this very precise moment in the battle. Now we haven't found a way yet to kind of uh, localize these saves and send it to one another because then we can play like, you know, kind of play by email kind of game yeah. where, where where each and everybody takes their turn and then we can send it uh, to each other and, you know, you have one day to do your turn or something like that. You know, that oh, would wow. be... That'd be pretty cool, but uh, but then again, you know, we we haven't found those files yet, and I haven't really spent much time trying to ask where where I might might get those or where they are localized. So mm, that's interesting because that's uh, uh, maybe a project. Yeah, yeah. that I could did, be uh, really amazing for Kings of War. You can have like ten games at the same time and just mm-hmm. keep <laughs> keep sending back and forth. It's like but, uh, one of those just... old like slow chess uh, systems. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's perfect for Kings of War and the way it's structured with the with the uh, turn with the terms. <laughs> That's but awesome. I'm, I'm not sure if it's possible without the actually yeah, as the developer. Uh, I had to nice. actually since when you started talking about that, I actually had to go into to um, Universal Battle because I pressed save just for fun yesterday to see if it worked, uh, but I haven't really found a way to. Oh yeah, it says load if you go into yeah. the match. Uh, yes. So I can try to load actually a part of our game, uh, Simon, from uh, from the other day. Yes, I see Let's that. See. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm I'm sitting I'm sitting in the top left corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah, you actually joined the game on UB. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we are now actually in the Universal Battle and skyping and watching our game. You can see here yeah. those damn ogre shooters. How deadly they are with their range. Uh, oh well. Cool. Um, I get very distracted now. It just feels like we're playing uh, a game. Okay, so the, at least the save load function, it works. Yeah. That's, yeah, you uh, can continue playing with the same person. Yeah, yeah, it's no problem. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, at least if you can if you can um, um, save it and then you agree to come back some other time if you're not able to finish the game, you don't have to pack down your miniatures and leave the club yeah, and exactly. or That's... whatever. 
That's awesome, especially for I mean, uh, busy family fathers like yourself, Trills. Uh, yeah. To, I mean, maybe you, you don't you you don't want to set aside like three hours for the game, but maybe you could mm. maybe I don't know try to do an hour and then just kind of save it. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. I'll tell my, my brother about this because uh, we were also talking about that. Like, if we can just save it sometimes, then we can sort of continue later. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Also, one thing that uh, that you didn't mention that this 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 uh, new version of Universal Battle is actually cross-platform. So okay. I'm, I can I can sit on my iPad and play, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, Simon can sit on his computer and play. Oh and wow! It's, uh, so it's, I can sit in my uh, in my uh, yeah in my living room in my uh, in my sofa or whatever or oh, even yeah. probably I could take it somewhere to work or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> like I have. A, uh, have a few turns in the uh, in the lunch break. <laughs> uh, but but did, did you say iPad? Does it work on uh, on like a tablet? Yes. Uh, yeah. But have it you has, tried? Uh, it has uh, a separate version for uh, iPad. And, okay. Um, How are the functions? And, uh, is it easy to? I just feel like without a mouse, exactly. it would be hard. No, it's I, I'm, but, I, um, I used I used the, the my finger is a bit uh, a bit cumbersome, but the, the zooming is a lot easier because you just. You do what you usually do on the on the picture, yeah. for example. Yeah. Use both fingers and you zoom in and out, and you. Mm-hmm. And I use a, if you use a, a stylus, it's actually very precise. So oh, I yeah. wouldn't. I haven't played. Uh, I think I've played all my games on the computer so far, but that was because I wanted to to print screen uh, from the match uh, the other day. Yeah. But uh, I could do the same on the iPad easily. Wow! Nice. Yeah, so uh, all all around thumbs up for the universal battle, I guess. Yeah, I think yeah. I think what is basically what it, it's a bit more cumbersome. So maybe you're using a little bit more time, but you're saving that time from traveling and pick, uh, packing up and packing down your stuff and all that. So yeah. I think, I mean, if I could choose, I would choose a live game. But if I can't, uh, I think it's a uh, pretty good, uh, pretty good. Yeah, like uh, a second yeah. option, it's nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, as an ending remark, I wanted to say something about... Um, uh, I don't remember if this was in the clip, Simon, but we talked about how we had made our armies in UB1 and they did not uh, transfer over to UB2. Yeah. Uh, um, and I, f- I do recall now that the, um, the the designer of UB2, I think it was like it's been built uh, pretty much from scratch uh, to be able to make these new functions that we that we all speak so uh, warmly about, uh, that it was actually impossible to port them over. And he, ha- he had to make a n- uh, new artwork for all the pieces. Okay. Uh, so th- apparently that's the reason why, uh, like, that was the one thing we kind of lost in the transition to a UB2. Uh, but that was, I guess that's the price we had to pay for all these new nice uh, functions. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's the reason yeah, why... Yeah, it's very nice you, that you, they also ported the... Um you still there? Yeah, it's really nice yeah. that they ported the um, ported the accounts too. You know, because you can play uh, pay for like a, a membership, and they yeah. they ported these users as well. And I think the value of the of the second version is much better than of the first one. Oh yeah, and it's yeah. what it's like yeah. a lifetime subscription for I don't know yeah. a pretty low price. I mean, it's a it's almost like a symbolic price. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's good shit. So you, only thing you have to do is build your armies from scratch. But you can always you, find some others and steal them. <laughs> yeah, I think you can yeah. you can search and find uh, finished armies for any game you'd like to play. Yeah, pretty and much. Then just use so you don't have to actually 
do the, the, the hobby I'm air quoting now. Yeah, hobby, yeah, because <laughs> I, I haven't. My entire, the army I played with against Simon, I just uh, searched for like undead uh, or KOW undead, then I just kind of copied uh, pretty much everything in. So yeah, cool. Well, I guess that concludes our universal battle talk. And uh, we are very positive, so I guess we can uh, recommend it. If anyone out there has not tried it, but, is, but are kind of curious, then, uh, you know, jump right in and uh, give it a shot. It comes recommended from uh, the west of Norway, or uh, what do you say, guys? <laughs> cool. Okay, I think we'll take, uh, we'll take a quick break there, and we'll be right back. Fuck me, I'm a dwarf. Okay, we're back. And... Um, Let's talk a bit about the uh, Clash of Kings book and the, this uh, release. Um, mm. It's not really news anymore. It's been uh, been out for a little while, but still, I haven't actually talked to you guys about it. And um, uh, since you do actually run a tournament, and uh, well, we'll get to that later. Um, but we have—I mean, I've actually played both of you. I, th- I played you both at uh, in September last year. Uh, I think you both beat me, though, unless I remember. <laughs> wrong, but uh, uh, what are your uh, thoughts about this? Uh, these new rules and the patches in the Clash of Kings uh, 17 book. Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll, uh, I'll uh, let Hul start, I guess. Uh, he, he's right. the main TO, so. <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah, it's no, not. Yeah. Uh, it's not about the tournament now, but just you know your general yeah. thoughts. No, I think it's um, it's a good uh, it's a good book. It's it's. I mean, they, they, they listened to a lot of the, uh, the criticism about uh, uh, lack of variation and, and magic items and spells, and they, mm-hmm. they added what people wanted. And uh, they even, uh, like I haven't actually played those many of the new scenarios, but from what I've heard from other people, uh, like uh, they've kind of upgraded the old scenarios or mm-hmm. they've improved them in, in, in ways that made them... Uh, uh, more enjoyable and less uh, gamey, if that's the, if mm, that's the yeah, term. I think so. Um, so I, I think it's a good, it's a good, it's a good value, and it's for for my for for myself. I don't have that much uh, time or resources to spend making uh, buying miniatures and, and making new armies. So this is my, this is a way for me to support Manti by buying these books. Uh, yeah. and so I think that's a good, that's a good, um, good initiative on their part. True, and it uh, kind of, I mean, it's good that they release stuff that, uh, I mean, even though if you can't play a lot of games, at least you can get these, like, the new material and uh, enjoy it, reading at home and uh, stuff like that. Um, What do you think about those rules uh, changes? Like, Simon, um, you can... uh, Me? Yeah, yeah, well... (laughs) Uh, I guess I'm somewhat predispositioned to talk about that because uh, I was uh, the, that Reign of Kings tournament. I mean, it. Uh, I you know, if you look at the top armies at that tournament and, and and you see okay which armies did real well and you could see highly mobile armies with a lot of alpha strike potential, mm-hmm. high movement values, um, uh, crushing strength, uh, and a lot of attacks and and and, and they commanded the field uh, at least at the top ranks. There was a Halvard yeah. who took first place, he, 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 he runs an army which to, to date I still really wouldn't know how to approach. So, um, <laughs> yeah. um, so this was last year's, uh, Reign of Kings tournament. Yeah, yeah, and, and then I said, well, you know, I, 
Uh, my initial initial reaction was that okay, flyers are, are are too strong. This is this is crazy, and then they um they 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 toned that down uh with the with the new rules of being disordered, losing fly, yeah. uh, flying ability and, and nimble, which which I think is is very good because when we played, there were there were flying units in the game, and these flying units still had their threat projection. Mm-hmm. Uh, these flying units still had their alpha strike potential. But um, they were not so ultra dominant that the whole game was just revolving around. Okay, how do I contain three, four flyers? But it was a game of which every unit was able to play his role. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you can see it in the uh, in the magic items as well. For example, the the spark stone or also the weakness spell. They they address uh, some of these issues. And when you look at the range of these items, uh, eight I think it's uh, and spells. I think it's eighteen inches for both. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it means in order in order to apply it, you have to put yourself in harm's way somewhat. Because if it fails, then mm-hmm. okay, you could potentially get 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 charged. So, so what you can say is that the, the, what the rules committee did uh, was that they did a very tempered uh, nerve, so to say, uh, mm-hmm. by not taking it. The, the same thing that they did to this um, breath weapon uh, abyssal concept uh, yeah. by, by by giving cover to uh, against breath weapons. So, so. It, it's okay because it keeps the game interesting and by removing some of the magic items actually I, I, I used to take two of those three that got removed so, uh, <laughs> so that, 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 that means that you have to somewhat think, uh, think about some concepts and, and it keeps you on your toes and also at the end of the day uh, um, it keeps it keeps the game interesting because I, I don't think anybody enjoys doing the same thing over and over again mm, sure. yeah. I think you're removing a lot of the uh, the one plus like everyone is using uh, social armor or broken items. Like you'd, every army had those items. I think it was uh, yeah. a wise choice to remove them. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Um, I did the, specifically the um, the fact that you when you disorder you lose fly. I mean, I guess that's not a brand new change. That's been around for a while, but it really helps to give you a counter. And uh, in in our game, Simon, <laughs> what actually happened was, for some reason, uh, it's happened like two or three times where you charged a wraith troop of mine, and uh, you were like, oh, I just need to make one wound. And then you failed to wound, and then I can actually hop <laughs> over you, and and then you did it again, and you failed to wound or something, and I could hop over, and it was such an odds breaker, because you should have normally made a wound, and that would have stopped them, like you grounded them. But uh, it, yeah, was it was hilarious. Uh, so it was uh, <laughs> when I when I played against uh, against Trulz, we had a situation in the center. I was playing dwarves, and I charged uh, a gargoyle troop up the center, which yeah. um, and I consistently did like one wound with my king on them, and uh, and they would never break. Uh, they would uh, they would every <laughs> once in a while waver, and they couldn't they couldn't move left, couldn't move right, and this, uh, just this one king with the gargoyle troop uh, created this huge traffic jam in the yeah. middle of the field. But uh, I mean. It's you know it's kind of a you know memorable moments in, in a way, but when you see it on a macro scale, I think if 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 you look at tournaments now, I think you will see just simply the the, the sheer amount of flying units will be less. I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and used a bit more cautiously. You can't really just go into the fray without planning. Um, it's easier to set up some sort of dangerous situation where you kind of. You kind of um, make it dangerous enough that, that they maybe won't charge. They will just stay and stay on the safe distance instead. So I like yes. that. Uh, how do you find that uh, Sparkstone, uh, Simon? <laughs> well, 
Has it ever worked? Half of the times it works every time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 generally, I, I, I like it. Uh, I think it's a very, very nice item. But uh, against you, it never worked. Against Kurt, it worked every once in a while. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of... It's like... Uh, a tit for tat game because okay you take the spark stone but at the same time you don't know what's in your opponent's army list so maybe they have removed certain items which you expect to be there in certain mm -hmm. builds so um when you look at the spark stone after having used it in two games in a row i don't i'm not sure i'll take it again because mm -hmm. um it, it has many it has many restrictions like you can't use it on on a normal flying chaff for example that annoys you because it only mm -hmm. works i think on monsters war machines and uh, and heroes mm -hmm. yeah. so it's a very situational item. So, you know, you put it on some, some fast hero or something, like a bigot, for example, uh, on, uh, on a, on a flea bag, and, and you have it run around the board, and you could potentially apply it, but is it a, a game breaker? I don't think so, because it's too situational. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's kind of more like a fun item. Some sort of... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's fun if it works, like, but it's not very reliable. Yeah, actually, I didn't notice no. that it was only heroes, monsters, and war engines until now. You said I haven't used it, so I haven't cheated. But <laughs> but uh, it would be a lot more uh, a lot more useful if it hit other types of units as well, like stopping you know, hordes for shooting or stopping uh, thunderous cavalry from uh, yeah. getting there. Then I guess you would have better. Then I guess the price would have to increase quite a lot. Yeah, I yeah, think so. probably. But it's still, it's still a four plus on a single die. So if you need it for that one, that one uh, particular instance, then it's just a fifty-fifty chance. Mm, yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's very lim it's yeah it's very situational. But it's a fun item. It's uh, yeah. yeah. I just I don't think I've ever well I, I I've made it work once, but it usually just fails. And <laughs> it's starting to be like a running joke now that the Sparkstone or oh, fucking never works. <laughs> the opposite of, opposite of headstrong, right? Where yeah. it works every time. <laughs> awesome, cool. Oh well. Um, well, have you? And you have. Yeah, you said truths. You haven't tried. You haven't tried all of the new scenarios uh, and stuff. Um, have you tried? Is there any of the new scenarios you have any thoughts specifically about? Uh, we tried. But didn't the, we play one? Yeah, didn't we, we play played, one truths. We played Scour. I yeah. played Scour once before as well. Then we actually didn't use the rule where we where we where we uh, erased one of the objective markers. But we but you did last uh, yesterday. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's um, yeah. So uh, did you actually you actually removed one in during yes, the game? Yes, I removed an objective. What was what was the situation mm -hmm. like to make you take that choice? Yeah, it was uh, you know the 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 lay of the land forced me to advance to the center of the field, and I had to somewhat uh, I couldn't have anything that could stay back and uh, or, or or move back late in the game to claim these objectives. And uh, mm -hmm. Trulz's army was uh, much more mobile than mine, so I kind of used uh, scorched earth tactics and uh, destroyed the objective behind me. <laughs> <so>. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> so. yeah, I guess that's the that's kind of the situation that it's it's made for. I think that's like kind of like the, yeah. uh, that's the only way I've ever pictured it in my mind using it. So cool. Yeah, I like it. You kind of, kind of deny your opponent. Uh, and which one did we play again, uh, Simon? I, I don't recall the name of it, but it's the one where you had the different um, different points on the uh, tokens. Uh, Rans? No, not Ransack. Yeah, uh, maybe. Could it be Rans? I do get these names uh, mixed up a lot. <laughs> 
Yeah, one of the problems with the, the they all sound the same. They all sound like the uh, <laughs> synonyms of the same thing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Should we just number them instead? Yeah, the number seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we played number seven to be honest, but I will. I can check it right quick. What we played? Ransack. Yeah, I think so. I think we played Ransack. But I think it was. Uh, yeah, we played Ransack actually, and Ransack, uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, what did you think of that uh, little mod we had that we? We had uh, we each played with a three point, two point, and a one point, so we had the same number of uh, points to place out. Any thoughts on yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, I, I don't play these scenarios enough to to have a qualified opinion, but for me, it's all the same. You know, if if, if the chances are equal, it's okay for me. But I also don't mind, uh, let's say, a small kind of uphill battle every once in a while because. Because you do it before you take the sides, right? So yeah. nobody can really overcommit to either side. So that is true. It's true. It uh, it shouldn't really matter because uh, uh, there was some claims about it being unfair. But it's like you say, it, it can't really be unfair because it's before you choose the side, um, unless you're able to do an even more extreme version of the one. Because even in our game, it became kind of a cluster up in your well, the corner that you eventually picked. And yeah. uh, but still, it was only like it was a three point, a two point, and two one points. So by some chance, maybe that had been like all three points, then it would have been like almost no way for the opponent to to win. I I guess it's good to have uh, insurance that at least one of them are well, at least some of them are low points and not all high. I don't know. It's uh, it's very situational, I guess. Yeah, you, I think you, so. you place objectives before you place the uh, place place side, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So it's, yeah, I mean, you know, you cannot. Uh, if, I mean, of course, if you, if you, let's say, you have a, you, you don't play with your mod, and 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 you roll, you roll for the objectives, and and one only rolls three points, and and you only roll one points, uh, one point objectives, and and you are a much better player than your opponent, and then your opponent goes all in, places them all on one side, and w- yeah. wins the roll for the side. Then, yeah. of course, it's kind <laughs> of like a kind of a coin toss situation mm. where where somebody that. That is maybe an inferior player could could, could get some headway with that, mm. but uh, but I think also that is I don't know I I don't know if our sample size is big enough to make a qualified statement, <laughs> especially true. not give, especially not given given your uh, given the, the the epic dwarf map pack I think it it makes the the the, the battlefield uh, pretty even uh, mm-hmm. most of the time. That's true. Yeah. Well, at least uh, I'm sure it could work either way. But I, I did like that one. And uh, Scour, I think I only played once, but I haven't actually. I didn't actually remove any tokens. <laughs> um, I think it's something like, uh, oh, I don't want to to lose the value in just in case I might I might take it. Yeah, in yeah. case I might <laughs> maybe come back for it later. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have to save it for later. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay, cool. But will will um. So, do you think the Clash of Kings rules will be standard in your tournaments going forward? Yes, I think so. It's I think um, so as well, yeah. Yeah, it's because I mean the rule committee and there's a lot of people uh, give uh, feedback to and they to help them balance this and also because I don't get to play the game that often and I'm not that uh, let's say tactically minded to to be able to see uh, on paper what is good and what's not good. So it's easy for me to just stand on the shoulder of giants and and just okay, I'll just use this pack. Yeah, it makes it easier. We trust and it's the, also trust the yeah, community guys to make the, yeah. the proper decisions. 
Ah, but yeah, also absolutely. you you have a, whenever you play, it's it's always somewhat I would consider it a kind of humbling experience because you just change one little thing, like like the, this this order for the fly, or put the spark stone in, or or you remove a couple of magic items, and and the complete game it somewhat changes. Yeah. So it's um it's I I think that the kind of sim- simplicity of the game um just kind of masks the complexity that is behind and, and which which means that in if, if you change one of those kind of somewhat you know superficially simple factors it, it, it involves a lot of changes to the meta it involves a lot of changes to how you approach scenarios because let, let's assume and social armor take this as an example you put this on an ogre character you run up claim an objective it's he's nimble he's somewhat fast it's, it's very, very difficult to claim that back. So now you don't have that, which means that th- those guys, they cannot sit on objectives anymore, run around and kind of hold up units just with mm-hmm. a single guy like they, like they used to. So it's, um, I, I think it's, it's very good. And I think that the game is, uh, remains, remains dynamic. It remains interesting. So, uh, so yeah. I'm looking forward to, to see how this will play out in our tournament in November. Yeah, and uh, I guess that's a good uh, segue over to uh, our third and final topic, which is your tournament, which you will arrange again in November. That's right. Are you the TO for that, uh, Truls? Uh, yes, I'm still the, the TO. Um, uh, it will be on the 4th and 5th of November mm-hmm. um, in, in Bergen. Uh, I made the uh, uh, thread in the... Um, 2d6.no uh, forum. Yeah. Uh, if you go there on, um, let's see, it's. Uh, uh, Have you hidden it, section. or is it is it well no, visible? It's, well, it's, uh, it's as visible as it's uh, going to be. If you go to the um, <laughs> the part, <laughs> it says um, tournaments. Uh, tournaments, and then it says Titan Aid. Oh yeah, well, well you have yeah. hidden it a little bit. Yeah, I kind of hidden because yeah, <laughs> last year it was part of a, of a bigger tournament with War Machine as well. That's why we had. Yeah, true. So it's there as a thread called Reign of Kings 2017 Ideas and Input. Yeah. Where I've uh, written down uh, some comments and suggestions from last year, mm. and then uh, I would be very happy if people could go in and uh, uh, come with suggestions of things they would like or not like. Like for instance, uh, we talk, just talked about the. Uh, the different scenarios where I haven't really had a good chance to to try them out and see if there are some few, uh, scenarios that are are uh, better or, or not as well that I would mm-hmm. like to include. So I would like to uh, to get people that have, have had some experience to go in and yeah. and come with suggestions of what scenarios they would like to include or not to include. Yeah, that would be. If, a, but you know, if you if you don't get too much feedback, then I guess people just uh, trust you to make a proper pack. Maybe yeah, people well. haven't have very strong opinions, but I mean, just just that you have already said that we will we'll be using the Clash of Kings rules. I mean, that in itself is a very strong, like you know, guide to how it will be. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, and the the name of the event again to reiterate is Reign of Kings, uh, which is of course a pun, isn't it? I love puns. I'm a dad, you know, so I love puns. <laughs> it's like, like dad humor. Yeah. <laughs> so for those who don't know Bergen, it is the rainiest place in Norway. You have uh, approximately. I think in Europe, actually. Yeah, yeah. it's two two hundred sixty uh, days of rain every year. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> because originally uh, I come from Hamburg and it rains a lot there as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I was like, yeah, you know, it can't rain that much more here. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then I think this June I think we had 26 rain days or something like that. Oh, yeah. Some sort of some sort of some sort of crazy record. I was like, what the hell is this? So, <laughs> so, yeah, so it's a very so it's, it's a proper name than Rain of Kings. Yes. So that's why last year uh, when uh, I offered to to pick you up in the car and drive you everywhere, that's because I knew how bad the weather was. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, so we are looking forward to this event. Um, Was it the first... It was the first time last year, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah, so this will be the second time. Do you remember roughly how many players we had last year? Oh, good question. Um, A lot, I think. Uh, 12, oh, a lot maybe? For us. 10 or 12? No, it was I more. Think it was more? Maybe. I can't I remember, so. honestly. 12, uh, 14, there was a maybe? lot of people from Oslo. It was bigger than the 40k tournament. That was, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at but least there was, it was people, uh, good, good showing. Yeah. And I'm um, sure a lot of people coming be... from Oslo, which is, uh, I appreciate uh, a lot. Yeah, we and, are uh, always happy to uh, travel and support other uh, cities and other tournaments. And, and uh, now with uh, hope, uh, hoping the guys from uh, Fillingsdal, which is uh, uh, part of Bergen, they will come to this uh, to this new event as well. They didn't come last year because we didn't really know them then. Oh yeah. Uh, so I hope they will they will show up uh, show up this time. Let's hope so. Um, a shout out. Yeah, a little a little uh, I don't know gentle n- nudge slash challenge. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I'm sure it will be a cozy time. I mean, we are a pretty cozy gang of players, aren't we? At least, absolutely, uh, absolutely. At least in my opinion. So I'm sure there's nothing to be afraid of. I mean, um, maybe that's a common problem if people haven't really been to a tournament and played a lot of tournaments. Um, maybe they assume that it will be a bit more like uh, cutthroat mm. environment. But uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, in Kings of War, it's. Uh, I mean. In Warhammer, maybe you had some more players that were a bit more like that, but uh, I feel like Kings of War guys are much rounder in the edges. Yeah, I believe so. Well, I mean, we've all heard the stories from other game systems, uh, and we haven't haven't heard anything like that in the Kings of War uh, community. True, but yeah. I think I think a lot of like we've been talking about this at the at the local club, like generally when we arrange uh, like tournaments or event days, and there's like a segment of the people that usually go to the club they don't come to the events for some reason and oh, yeah, and, and, yeah and, we have those yeah, too yeah I think a, a lot of or at least our impression was that uh, some of the people thought it was a bit like cutthroat and mm-hmm. uh, didn't want to get stumped by like ETC players and stuff like that but oh yeah uh, but there is still uh, no reason uh, for Morton shout out to Morton for Morton not to be at a <laughs> tournament that's a fucking shame <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, <it's, laughs> Absolutely. Easily play, yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I, you know that you, you know, when you when you set out to, to start playing, you don't you don't go into a tabletop game thinking, okay, I'm gonna be, I don't know, the world champion at Kings of War. Like this is not mm-hmm. your outset. Your outset is you enjoy playing the game, yeah. and because the Kings of War scene, especially in such a let's say sparsely populated country such as Norway, is you meet the same people over and over and over again, right? Mm, yeah. So, so when you meet the same people over and over again, it's it's important to establish some sort of of, of way of of getting along, and this is why the 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 Kings of War scene cannot be cutthroat because then you will mm. destroy your own player base. True. Yeah, that's a good uh, good thought. 
Um, so yeah, there's no reason not to to join the tournament in November, and I'll try to bring as many as I can from Oslo. There was a very nice uh, crew who loves to travel who came last year, so uh, hopefully the same gang can come along again. And, uh, I hope so as I look well. Look forward to getting stumped by uh, Bergen players. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, even if they are cutthroat or not, I'll probably still get stumped. Yeah, we are known. We are known for cutthroat people around here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but a different question, right? Quick, uh, I, uh, how, how about the Oslo guys and this uh, inter, uh, and this uh, summer campaign? Uh, is there any anybody from from your side, uh, let's say, of the mountains, going to be in that? Um, well, we have uh, recently learned of your group. I uh, wish we had the Jürgen on here now, but because uh, uh, Jürgen has started a group for uh, this summer campaign. Uh, yes. Seems it was meant for you guys only, but now I have uh, me and Vidar have been invited. Um, so now we might actually try that. Um, so but I, I'm just sure about one thing, and that is that we will be arranging a tournament on the end of the campaign for that International Gaming Day. Okay. Um, that's for okay. sure. And I'm, uh, other than that, I haven't really... I think I need the book first, you know? I need to see the scenarios and uh, <laughs> how they are. If they aren't, aren't too kooky and crazy, then I might play them. I yeah, but you can also ju- you can just play like uh, a, a different, uh, different uh, scenario. I mean... Mm-hmm. It's uh, doesn't nobody forces to, to. I think nobody's forced to play the, the scenarios in the book. But uh, um, let's try to get kind of together on that uh, gaming day. I think it's the thirtieth of September. And uh, if we, because we're gonna play games like in Oslo, maybe if you play some games in Bergen, then we can gather our scores together and report in together in the good versus evil thing. That would be cool. So we we did that. The, I think we did that. Uh, we play, We participated from Bergen side in that international campaign day the last time. Last year? Yeah, we didn't play. Like we didn't go crazy. Like play twenty four hours. We just played this normal <laughs> eight, 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 eight hour time slot uh, yeah, because sure. we had this. Um, and we have these kind of super Saturdays every once in a while where where mm-hmm. the club kind of rents a bigger venue and you pay a little bit and you, you you get together and play on a Saturday as opposed to normal club nights. Yeah. So I think it, that was a coincidence that it fell on the same day and then we played in this uh, international campaign day the last time. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's good enough. Yeah, because that's cool. And they pr- publish these like um, bonuses every round. If if good side one, then you get like a plus speed on one unit that you can choose and stuff like that. So that's really cool. But um, Trulus, I will also post uh, on the KOW Oslo page, I will post about the Reign of Kings tournament in November. Thank uh, you. And I guess you'll just continue, I, w- I don't want to say spam, but uh, continue <laughs> mentioning it on Facebook. And, uh, and uh, there is an event, you have made a, a, a Facebook event for it, I'm pretty sure. Yes, that's right. So, yeah, we'll just, uh, you know, it's it's summer vacation now, so I don't think people are planning a lot for the for the fall, but, uh, uh, you know, starting uh, late August, and I'm sure we'll kind of wake up and realize we need to buy airplane tickets or train tickets or, or and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, that's cool, and I look forward to seeing you guys again, um, and I'll play you, hopefully. Maybe I can challenge you in round one. Ooh. Maybe Simon. <laughs> me? Why is it always me? <laughs> well, to be fair, I thought that, you know Trulz might be since he's the TO, he might not play. So it's it's uh, safer to challenge you because uh, he might just uh, <laughs> you know say that he can't play anyway. 
I think I think Truls should commit uh, live in front of the audience to playing this time around because I don't think he played the last time, if I can recall uh, recall correctly. No, I would like to get to play uh, this time, and I think cause we, we we were planning like yeah, these tournaments and, and uh, week uh, weekly events, mm-hmm. and um, we basically in case someone the actual organizer uh, is unable to, to to do the organizing or the plotting and the numbers or the thing that we. We can delegate these uh, these uh, jobs to uh, other uh, uh, members of the club. Yeah. So I don't think it'll, considering that there's very little like rules, uh, arguments, and, and stuff like that, and it's just like uh, punching in the numbers, which I think uh, yeah. uh, we can do fine. So I'll probably be able to, to play as well. Nice. Uh, last uh, last time wasn't so easy, Truls. Huh? Last time I think I took over <laughs> for you, and and uh, and uh, I think we had some mistake uh, in this uh, because we ended up in a situation where we couldn't yeah. match up uh, the players yeah, correctly, and we had to freestyle a bit. Yeah. Next time Definitely. you will not use the war score, I assume. <laughs> uh, probably not, because <laughs> uh, that do, doesn't do, work. Do, good, the uh, good, do it the good old way. Yeah, <laughs> pen and paper. Yeah, well, I have a, we have some other programs to use. Well, you know, we, we did find out a bit too late, didn't we, that uh, WarScore kind of freaks out when you when you write Norwegian names in. Yes, <laughs> suddenly, suddenly it just deleted uh, all the results yeah. from all the players with a, uh, an O in their name. Yeah. So that was kind of a clusterfuck. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a bit lesson hard learned, you know, like mid-tournament. It was like, oh, shit, we lost our scores. Uh, yeah, but we'll take care. I can bring the good old uh, pairing program that we always used back in the day. It still works. The you know the GUP, the Göttinger pairing program. That's uh, at Sounds least. Good. Uh, yeah, we always use that. This works. So well, okay, guys. Uh, anything else you wanna wanna mention before we get out of here? Uh, I think I'm- you're good. Yeah, thanks for having thanks for having us on. I, I, I yes. think it's it's, it's yeah. in order, and uh, and and, and uh, especially thanks to you for pushing Kings of War in Norway that much. I think you are, let's say, the main bannerman, and I appreciate that very much. Yeah, thanks, thanks a lot. Yeah, I will uh, I will share that uh, honor with a couple of others, but uh, I still appreciate it. And uh, so yeah, we'll see you in November on the Reign of Kings. We'll see you and, then. Uh, maybe I'll. Sp- Play you on Universal Battle in the meantime. Yeah, uh, get a that rematch. would be nice. <laughs> cool. Okay, guys. Well, uh, thanks for now and uh, good night. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. You can reach us on Twitter at KLW Oslo, or you can contact us by email giantdwarfpodcast at gmail.com.